It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome to the Odds Couple on SEN. Trent Masonelda in the chair filling in for Simon O'Donnell this morning. Joined as we are each and every Saturday by the two former Group 1 winning jockeys, David Tackett and Simon Marshall Tags. Good morning. Day one of the championships you're up and about. Oh, oh, oh mate. And fresh off a quaddy as well. Mate. Small one. Doesn't matter. Got Small it. Small one. I, and that's why I think O'Donnell's running scared from me. Not only did, <laughs> did, did I get the quaddy, I actually said... My value for the day, which was Mr. C, will fit one, the, the third leg of the quaddy. And, mate, we're, we're bouncing. I've All right, I've had enough of you. Simon Marshall, good morning. How about the bathwater this morning? <laughs> Outstanding. He's walked in with a, with a swagger. He's finally got rid of O'Donnell and he said, right, it's me, 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 me. <laughs> well, when you, get knocked today, down, when you get knocked down as much as I have through the past month, I've got to celebrate these little victories. Scoob said to me last night, can you just mind the fort for me and keep D Taggart in check? Well, he's over racing badly this morning. We've got a few <laughs> gear changes, crossover nose band, maybe a tongue tie, and we'll see how we go, Tags. But we won't call the vet on you. You look fantastic this morning. Great to see you, brother. And, Trainer, it's about time we got a decent host in. <laughs> it's about oh, time yeah. we got someone that knows what they're talking about. Doesn't walk in with five minutes to go. <laughs> Says, right, what are we doing today, guys? And, you know, can, can we put steer. the TV on? Can steer this ship where it needs to uh, to be steered. Now, where is he, the big fellow? I hear he's doing a little cashy up the country. Uh, not not sure about that. No, not sure. I reckon the old cows sure. there. I reckon he's got a big morning at the market. But good morning, big fella. We miss you. Hope everything's all right. So and be, uh, he probably will be watching one of his fishing shows and not listening like he does in the production meeting. Of course, uh, we are here listening. thanks to a sports bet. And we want to hear from you. Text through zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We've got two prizes to give away to our best. Contributors what? on the text machine this morning. Uh, a round of golf for four people, including a cart at Club Mandalay. Play golf at Club Mandalay. Great golf in Melbourne's north. We've got two of those to give away. So two rounds of four, including a cart. Tags, have Mate, you ever... Have, what have we been upgraded? See, yeah, the number one yeah. morning show on Friend, a Saturday... Brings two prizes. Yeah, and we, yeah exactly. <laughs> what does Scoob bring? He brings nothing to the table. So that's round of golf at Club Mandalay. That's yep. a great little course. With a card as well. We've got two of those to give away. So text through on 0433 98 11 16. If you've got a question for the boys, please uh, let us know. And you know we get up and about tags and I. We, we, we do get a little bit keen. We bring the mouth guard in and the moulded soles when we talk Group 1 racing. Yes. And there's four today at Randwick. Oh, and oh, what, what oh. are the track conditions there, Trenna? We're on a soft seven. I spoke to Navesh Ramdani about half an hour ago. A little bit of rain last night, two mils, which I think was unexpected. So we might have got to a six had they not get got that rain last night. But good news is... 27 degrees, fine weather forecast for today. Now, it's an unwritten rule, but we know if it's a soft seven, it's verging on eight. Because yeah. they allow themselves to, look, you know, just just go one better so that if there is a downgrade, okay, there's a downgrade later on in the day and hopefully not as many scratchings. If it started with the heavy eight, there would have been a few more scratchings, right? Correct. But there's always a technicality. When there's a soft seven, you're, it's always the good side of heavy or the worst side of, well, the old saying mm. slow. It's a but, tough gig, I know. Yeah. But I, I'd be doing the form for wet trackers. Yep. 
wouldn't you? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. That's, right. that's, that's what, what I've point. done. We're going to have a look at the four group ones very shortly. Coming up on today's show, Ronnie Quinton, one of the absolute superstars oh, 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 of Australian racing. Hall of Famer. He won two Doncasters as a jockey. He's got Dixie Blossom, his good mare, going around in today. Might be her last start today. And for our South Australian audience, we'll catch up with Sue Murphy, who has a good chance in at Morpheville today with Naseeb. First of all, boys, before we get stuck in, our condolence, condolences here from everyone at the Odds Couple to the McKee family. Yeah. Following Trevor's death yesterday, of course, the trainer of the great Sunline who won two Doncasters. Uh, we're going to play audio of her win shortly. Not yet. Uh, we're going to have a listen to some of the – going to take a little trip down memory lane and talk about some famous Doncaster memories. Uh, boys, let's oh. kick off. What caught the eye during the week? SD Marshall, let's start with you. I hope we have the great Super Duper in that package. Oh, of course trainer. we do. He was my favourite. Super Impose from last. What caught my eye this week? I'm hearing through my sources in Canberra. The election might be called tomorrow. Now, this is big news. Sportsbet's the home of politics. And Can we bet on this? So we've got heaps of markets at Sportsbet. The election. Now, oh, come on, man. What's going on in this country? Who would you vote in, Dags? Oh, probably Bob Catter. Yeah? What's the big fella up, up in Queensland? That's oh, just he'd be all mad. Could you imagine? It? He'd be the Trump of Australia, wouldn't he? Hey. We might, we're going to catch up with Hummer shortly. We might uh, see if there's a, an early market for the Richard. election, which is, uh, is going to be called Richard Hummerston from Sportsbet to join us shortly. Tags, what about you? What did you, what caught your eye during the week? Yeah, nice little horse winning at uh, Sandown during the week, owned by the one and only Chris Judd. Oh, yes. very nice. Yeah. Deserved. He led it into he thought it was, yeah, he thought he had a premiership medallion. He's he's leading it into it. Was, Sonny's on. Yeah. You know when CJ right. goes out to stand out on a Wednesday, the horse <laughs> yeah. is gonna go right. And First starter, so he's got one going along. Deserved right. by yeah. Dundee. And the Dundee's going well. Flying. Can I just say there would have been two men and a goat <laughs> at Sandown. And it's great that uh, Chrissy Judd and his uh, partners in the suited, horse suited up as well. Turned up and led the horse in. Give us, you know, the racing industry a little bit of a boost that they would get out there and go and support their horse. It's what it's all about. You can own a horse and share and all that. It's the race day experience. And when they win, it's it's even better. You cannot explain to anybody that hasn't owned a race horse um, that when their horse hits the front with 50 metres to go and you get out of your grandstand chair and you jump up and down like a lunatic to cheer them, um, you just can't explain that. So uh, it's good to see all the team out there enjoying the win. I've heard owners make a comparison. It's like a birth of your child having a winner especially in town. So anyone out there that hasn't had a, owned a horse or, or wants to get into racing, make sure you're doing it. It's on your, it should be on your bucket list. All right, guys, we need to keep moving. Let's uh, take a little trip down memory lane and reflect on some of the famous Doncaster memories. What a race this is. Uh, the honour roll includes horses like Tobin Bronze, Gunsind, Superimposed Times 2, Sunline Times 2, Grand Army, Winks, Happy Clapper. Let's go back to 1991 and a babyface D-Beeman on Superimposed. Yes. At the 200, St. Jude, Liverstone Elaine burst through on the rail. Superimposed down the outside. Liverstone Elaine in front, but go super. Superimposed is mowing down Liverstone Elaine. Superimposed has done it again. He's done it again. Oh, what a great horse, Superimposed. That was his second back-to-back, D. Beedman. Simon Marshall, he was something special all over the mile in Sydney. Yeah, trained by the great Lee Friedman. Uh, he had uh, prize money earnings of $5.6 million. He was a chestnut gelding. He was a beautiful big horse. I remember riding him as a two-year-old and three-year-old, winning 800-metre jump outs on him, box seating him, riding him in the first four over seven furlongs and a mile. And it wasn't until Darren Gouchy missed the kick on him mm. one day at, Sa- Flem- at uh, Flemington. Flemington, and uh, he came from last 
down the outside and went whoosh and completely changed his racing pattern. They rode him cold from there on in. And not too many horses. I don't think um, Chautauqua was one that would uh, sit back like that and just shock the grandstands and come from nowhere, the clouds. Yep. And Superimpose was like that. And for him to go out as an eight-year-old and win a Cox Plate as well as an eight-year-old and beat um, Let's Elope and... Oh, was that was one of the best Cox Plate. What a Cox Plate it was, yeah. yeah. He wrote better, loosen up. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> All right, so that's Superimpose. He was an absolute megastar. So was this horse, the Mighty Mare Sunline. She'd already had one Doncaster on her CV, and in 2002, she made it too. Sunline in front, Shogun Lodge seeing daylight, but Sunline's in front, Shogun Lodge tries to pick her up, the great mare fight, she hangs on, Shogun Lodge low, no, Sunline... What a race, and uh, that was 2002, of course. We spoke about superimposed getting back and coming from the rear of the field. Sunline made her own luck out in front, and she was as tough as nails tags. Yeah, she was, <laughs> as you say, the, the best horses that you see are the mares, aren't they? And, and it's always, they just seem to try. Shogun Lodge had her on toast that day, and she just dug in deep and, and as you say, got there on the line. Not too many mares, I don't think in my lifetime of racing, are able to win in three countries, Australia, New Zealand, yep. and Hong Kong. Um, and they're more temperamental than mares when they travel. $11 million she won. She raced 48 times, 32 wins, 9 seconds, and 3 thirds. Phenomenal. And she, wasn't, she wasn't easy to ride, too, going out on the track. She was, You said temperamental. She Greg Childs hated getting out on the track. Yeah. Right? She could. She was unpredictable, but, gee, she was classy. And just like the great wing, she was still doing it at seven. I mean, that's what makes these horses so good. They keep backing back, backing up campaign after campaign and the travel, as you said. Yeah. I'll just throw a, a little question out there or, or just bring some people in to our little uh, sanctum, the racing industry. Um, we've seen... Three, the, the best stayer, the best middle distance horse, and the best sprinter. Maccabi Diva, had undoubtedly three Melbourne Cups. Winks, the best middle distance mile and, a, a mile and a quarter horse that we'll ever see, maybe the best of them. And then Black Caviar, the best sprinter. And then we can't forget Sunline. And what what have they all got in common? Female. They're all yeah. mares. It's amazing, isn't it? They still get the claim at weight for age level, but that's another. De- that's a debate for another oh. day. Let's go back to 2005. Now, D Taggart's plucked this one. I think a bit of self-interest involved here. <laughs> oh. D Nikolic on a Pateza. Inside the 200, courts in session, three or four lengths in front. Utsun is getting up on the inside. Ike Stream and Pateza and Danny Martina coming. Courts in session's tied and Pateza is bursting through in the centre. Pateza takes it and Pateza goes on to win it. It's a trifecta for Guy Walter. Yeah, courts in session uh, running a drum there and also Danny Martin giving the late great Guy Walter the trifecta tags. You're pretty happy with this one? Yeah, 25 to 1. Mrs. Taggart was Selfie pretty happy, yeah, with that at the Lag Lag Radio. I, I don't think she would have seen much of it, let's be honest. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, mate, you probably wouldn't get one of the greatest rides of all time. It's, uh, Danny's a great mate of mine. Uh, we wish him well. Diesel. Yes, Diesel. And uh, he drew the outside gate, just snagged it back to last and just waved his way mm. through the field, just rode it for luck. And, and geez, it was one of the greatest rides you'll see. But uh, the late guy, Guy Water, as you say, that was just a just a cap in it, feather in his cap, wasn't yep. it, with, with him running a trifecta. And, and he has been beaten since, I think, it was Rangy Rang Doos, mm. Doncaster when Waller trained the first four, yep. wasn't it? So, yep. yeah, so to train the trifecta in a group one, yeah. Doncaster, that's amazing. And great stuff. That's why you just should be um, uh, full-time as our host <laughs> here, uh, Trent, because the stuff that you're bringing to the table this morning. But Sunline led, super from the back, 
Bateza weaved the way mm. a path through. This is what the Doncaster throws up in handicap conditions. You got your top weights, yep. your bottom weights, these blowouts, and the rain. Uh, the race changes complexion completely from the top of the straight to fifty meters out. You never know what's going to happen most of the time. And it's been a race of three-year-olds, but no three-year-olds won it since Sacred Falls mm. six years ago. It might About, change though. There's a few yeah, good ones, two, brutal and fundamentalist. They're the only yeah. two in it. Uh, yes, brutal has got a brutal gait. He will have to be on his toes, G-Boss. I've got to give away a round of golf for four here. This is probably one of the best texts we've ever received here at SEN. Tim and Gary have Icy Pole of the Week. Tags his odds on after his intro. I'm only 800 down now from his tips. Brendan from Hastings. Yeah. Brendan. Oh, Brendan, love what you're Brendan, bringing to you the Brendan, you have table. won a, a round of golf for four at Club Mandalay. Play golf at Club Mandalay. Great golf in Melbourne's North with a cart, mate. I'll be in touch after the show. And that makes up for the 800. <laughs> I owe you. We've got to bring the pump in. Uh, another text he's, he's here. From, now, another text here from Anonymous. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a horse. It's pronounced Chilaro. That's had his first win this prep. Absolutely brilliant. And I'm nervous all day before it runs. So that's... That's what ownership does. And that's what we're talking wasn't about. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, you get all the, you receive all the reports and the videos and trainers and most of the stables are, are terrific this day and age to try and keep you in the loop and make sure that you're part of it as an owner. But there's nothing like like getting to the races and if you've got half a chance, you know, the night before you're just up and about, you're looking at the sports bet markets and thinking, right, I'm going to have a bet and. And then you get to the races, you're out of control. You're out of control. You can't control the nerves, the butterflies, the lead up. The trainer walks into the mounting yard, tells you how he's prepared the horse all week. Yeah. Now it's up then to the, the jockey. Jock. Yeah. I've done my job. And then tags, yeah. you walk in as a jockey. And what do you say to the owners? <laughs> how are you, boys? We're going to get the money today, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And then you, know I love, you know what I love to do? I just love to walk out there when yeah. I was riding one that was With a bit working, of swagger. With a bigger swagger, too. Working the joint down, trolled yeah. up a tree. Yeah. You knew it was a couple of uh, classes yeah. better than what you're racing against. Walk into the uh, owners, the trainer, and tags you're the owners. G'day, fellas. How you going? So you having a bet today? That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how many houses have you got? <laughs> how many units have you got? Anyway, and that had just settled them a little bit. Then I'd say, come over here, walk over here. And I'd walk over to the number one store where you come back and I'd say, just, just go and put your bets on, come back here, I'll be back in seven minutes. Yeah. And then walk off, and then hopefully you go and ride the winner. Yeah, and then, and then go, there's a bit of a Highland, Highland fling there for you at the end. Sixteen SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to The Odds Couple on SEN. Uh, Trent Mason, Elder, Simon Marshall and David Taggart here. Boys, let's uh, turn our attention briefly to Corfield. Randwick, uh, rightly going to hog the spotlight today, but a good card of racing at the Heath, SD, and uh, you've got the best back runners for us in the Quaddy Leagues. Okay, and at this stage, folks, when we're giving you the two best back runners, we get say... Your, get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. All right, here's what you need to know for the Quaddy Legs at Caulfield today. Race six at Caulfield, number eight and five is where the money is. Eight leather and lace, three sixty into $2.70. She was unlucky, fresh up last preparation at stakes level. She's well placed here. Flying Crupt is $3.90 and holding at $3.20. Eight and five, race six. Race seven, the numbers are one and two, right at the top here. Streets of Avalon in great form, six fifty into four dollars, and eight dollars into four is number two. Ashlaw, you know when he's right, he's hard to beat. One and two, race seven. Race eight is the feature event, and we have fourteen and one is where the money is. Heptagon gets weighed off number one, hell of a street. Heptagon is in great form after winning the Achuca Cup last start. He'll sit on speed. 
Four dollars forty into two eighty, and your favourite, the best backed, and number one, Hell of a Street. God, he's got to carry sixty kilos, but he's tough. He's hardened. He sits on speed. And with the rail out ten metres there, six dollars into five. Fourteen and one race eight. Race nine, Odeon, well, he finds a race that he can win number two and 13 is where the money is. Odeon, $7 into $4. Thundercloud is six fifty into $5. Two and 13 in race nine at Caulfield. That's where the money is there. Good luck. And don't forget today, Sportsbet has a promo. Yeah, what, what are you? It's uh, between races one and six, <laughs> Caulfield tags. You're normally quicker than that. I can't believe it. I've been thrown. Well, I've been thrown out because of my quaddy. That'll come Sorry up to later. Wake you up the there, Sydney, mate. the Sydney, to our punters out there and listeners, our, the quaddy, the Sydney quaddy will come up later on in the show. So punters love this as always. Twelve races, races one to six at Caulfield, and four Group Ones up there at Randwick today. So the first six races there. If you place a fixed odds bet, and your horse runs second or third. You get up to $50 back in bonus bets. Oh, outstanding. That's a great promo, though. Tags, anything you like at the Heath today? Mate, I can't believe I think he's at his right price now. He's come from into $5, $5 after opening up six, Halver Street. I just think he looks a good thing. He ticks all the boxes. Uh, he, he ran second behind Widgie Turf the other day, and Widgie Turf had the gun run behind him. He's a 20-to-1 pop in the Doncaster And today. a chance, I reckon, too. <laughs> yeah, he's mm. a little chance, yeah. Mm. It's an open race, but I think I can't see him winning it. But... To, just to be a 20 to 1 pop in a Doncaster and Halver Street's $5 and they're in, just in a listed race here at uh, Caulfield. And as Simon said, the rail's out 10 metres. We'll race on pace. And I think leaders will going to be very hard to beat there today. Yeah, I agree with you. Halver Street will be the one to run down. Uh, Hettagon gets the weight on him, so I'll be taking the Cornella there. But race three, number two, Trenner. Um, is the one I want to be riding. Think Blur. She's a four-year-old man. Now, she's a two-time winner this trip. Remember, she beat Har Matten at stakes level, and she's a dashing. Um, that was this time last year. So first up off a long break, she was three wide, no cover, in a slow tempo race. She only got beat two lengths. She peaked on a run there, um, and I think she's very well suited today, and I love the use of the claim. Yep. So four weeks, use of the claim, 56 and a half, back in grade, gate three. I think uh, really good value. And Think Blur is $3.60. Got out to three ninety at one stage, back into $3.60. Your favourite there is number five, La Tiger Risa, $3.30 into $2.35 race three at you, Caulfield. You're talking about the claim for T.O. Nugent. Has he ridden a Metropolitan winner? Yeah, I don't yes. know if it's a Saturday. I think he's ridden a bit weaker. He's yeah. ridden weaker. Okay, there you go. So we wish T.O. all the best. Hopefully he can get his first Saturday winner up. A couple of texts coming through, boys. Tezza says, load up on Lady Pluck and take the exacto with number 10 today. Lady Pluck, the uh, Tasmanian, comes across with uh, Tassie form. And yep. Nathan, who can't make it to Caulfield today because of footy commitments, so would love a two-leg multi from either of you fine folk. Uh, we might uh, have, well, there some, we go. We'll uh, we'll have some best bets later in the card for you, Nate. So keep, uh, keep tuning in. We're coming up to the news. Blue and Three two into eight one. We going with tags. Yes, we'll go. Yeah, well, there you go. Think blue into hell. Well, there you state. go, Nath. Happy days. Well, uh, hopefully that comes home for you, and we get that two leg multi up for you. Thanks for your contributions on the text line there. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen to get involved. Who got the uh, golf to Mandalay again? Brendan is uh, one of our winners so far. We've got one more to give oh, away. Oh, we've got one more. One more. Oh, so oh, we're looking for a little those. bit of gold. On the text machine to come through, and uh, we've got a round of four for you. Great course, too, Mandalay. At uh, Club Mandalay with a cart as well. Fantastic stuff from our good friends at uh, Club Mandalay. We're coming up to the news, boys. After the news, we're going to catch up with Ronnie Quinton. Can't wait to have a chat to Ronnie. Oh, oh, the great man. One of the gentlemen of the turf is Ronnie Quinton. Two Doncasters at jockey. He's got Dixie Blossoms, a last dark group one winner, going for another group one today, just before she heads off into retirement. (laughs) 
716 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Avatar coming atop of the pack now, Emancipation's in the clear, and she shot away, but here's the New Zealander Ring True, putting in a big finish down the outside, Emancipation in front of Ring True, but she's going well, the filly, and Emancipation has it won, Emancipation wins the Doncaster. Ah, oh, what a filly and mare she was, Emancipation, under Ronnie Quinton winning the Doncaster, bringing back great memories for the great man who is our next guest here on The Odds Couple. Ronnie, good morning, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Really good. Must be nice to uh, take a little trip down memory lane and hear a victory like that. Yeah, yeah, no, she was one of my special favourites. She was my champion, I suppose you could say, but, um, yeah, she won a Doncaster as a three-year-old filly and carried one and a half over way for age as well, so put up a pretty good performance. Ronnie, Simon Marshall, good morning, buddy. Hey, Simon, how are you? Yeah, extremely well. Um... Geez, you must get excited uh, when you wake up uh, on a race morning with Group 1 runners and, um, oh, geez, mate, you, you, your uh, record in the saddle just absolutely outstanding. But can you just explain to the listeners, what's the difference between riding Group 1 horses and training Group 1 horses? Yeah, well, uh, from a trainer's point of view, they probably come fewer, fewer than far, far between than when you're a rider because when you're a rider, you you probably get more opportunities in the group ones, but uh, to find those horses as a trainer, it's, uh, particularly when you only got a small team, it's uh, it's not it's not e- it's not easy, um, and it's such a long process um, with horses when you're training because it just takes so long. You know, even uh, each preparation, it takes a long long foundation to get them to where you really want them and all that thing and uh, yeah you know it's uh it's good but uh, when you when you win them it's just a great great thrill and you know and great satisfaction ronnie uh, you're an outstanding um jockey and as an apprentice 1967 you won your first senior premiership senior premiership two years later at the tender age of uh, 23 and you absolutely dominated. What was it about uh, honing your skills as a young man? Uh, did you have great tutors around you? Were you really passionate? Did the penny drop quick for you? Yeah, look, I was always very det- determined and I really wanted to learn uh, and I was very fortunate and I had a great master in Theo Green, um, which he proved over the years that, you know, he just turned out but bit uh, good apprentices year after year, so had a great teacher. Um, and uh, you know, those days, you know, pre pre too much video and and television replays and stuff. He was a great great race watcher, and um, you know, he could he could uh, he could uh, watch your ride, and he could he could pick the things you're doing wrong, just watching through a set of binoculars. And you know, he was a great. Um, he was a great judge and that type of thing, and you know he could, um, it, you know, you just had to listen and learn. So uh, he was a that was a great benefit to be able to get to him as an apprentice because seventy five percent of your battle was done, I think, when if you if you're lucky enough to go to him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ronnie, some of your notable achievements and it's an amazing career. Uh, four golden slippers, equal with Shane Dye, you hold the record. That's an outstanding achievement. What is it about a two-year-old getting them to peak at this time of the year? 
Yeah, well, that's the, that's the thing. And I think from a jockey's point of view, um, you just had to be lucky enough to be on the on the best two-year-old probably of the year. That that was the and typical Marske was. He, he was a dominant two-year-old uh, of his year and he dominated right through the two-year-old season. So, And then I was very fortunate uh, in a couple of the other slippers I won. Uh, I got late pickup rides. Uh, Darren Gauchy got hurt the week uh, the week of the Golden Super when he was riding Rory's Jester. And I was lucky enough to pick up the ride there. Um, marauding was a similar one. Jimmy Cassidy got suspended. And uh, actually, Jimmy actually was the one. He said to me, he said, try and uh, ask Brian Mayfield Smith, could you ride him? He said, because he got a great chance. So, yeah, I was lucky to pick up that one as well. And, um, yeah, and Sadapa was another one too. I picked up a ride <laughs> on him leading into the last two weeks because... He got beaten the start before the slipper, and uh, and Morris Logue, uh was replaced by the by the owner, and uh, I picked up the ride on him. So I was very fortunate that way that I was on the, at the right spot at the right time. We heard Mancipation uh, winning a Doncaster. Um, it's the big mile. It's the biggest mile in Australasia to win, and we like to say the world. Um, Ronnie, uh, what was it like to ride in a big Doncaster, big fields, uh, handicap conditions? Can you bring us into the inner sanctum? Yeah, well, uh, you know, you had, you know, in the big fields, as you know, um, you had to have your wits about you. Um, and uh, like with Emancipation, well, she was, she had a nice run in the race. She was sort of back running about sixth or seventh, I suppose. And she travelled beautiful and, uh, you know, I was just lucky to get the splits at the right time. And I think, you know, uh, when you're on a really good horse like her, uh, you you really got into too much trouble on them because they had the gears to manipulate and uh, get through the gaps when you, when, when you needed to. So, yeah, no, it's, um, you know, they're, I, I'd say that like races like the Doncaster, the Golden Slipper and the Caulfield Cup, and probably a Cox Plate, I suppose. They were probably one of the hardest races to ride in because everyone was ultra uh, competitive and uh, you're riding against good, jo- great jockeys, good horses. And you, as I say, you needed to have your wits about you. Well, um, you've, you're a masterful trainer of Group 1 winners. Dixie Blossom's one of your mares. Uh, she's been outstanding for you. She's a six-year-old bay mare, Ronnie. She's had uh, 30 starts for the seven wins, $1.3 million in prize money. She's in the Doncaster today. What are your thoughts in race nine at Randwick? I certainly think she'll run very well. Um, the conditions of the track will suit her. Uh, she does like the uh, affected ground. Uh, so I believe that she'll run well. Uh, look, most of her races have been against fillies and mares. Today, she's up against the old stages. Um, so, look, it's a hard race. But mm. I'm confident that she'll run really well. But to be going into a race like this overconfident, well, I'm not doing that. But uh, I'm sure she'll uh, uh, acquit herself well. How exciting was it for the team to win the Coolmore with her last start on a heavy nine? And, and what does that mean to the value of a mare, a six-year-old mare like her? Look, I was just so thrilled that she won, won, won of uh, finally won the Group One because 
she really deserved it, and her and her owners definitely deserved her to be a Group 1 winner. Uh, she'd been knocking on the door for a couple of years. She was unlucky in the mire probably two years in a row, and uh, in the Coolmore previously at Rose Hill, she had been a tad unlucky. So I was just stoked that she got there and won it. Um, and, uh, look, she's been a great mare and uh, she's a lovely type and, you know, it, it enhances their value so much. Um, and she'll go to stud this spring and, you know, it'll be a sad day to see, see both mares walk out the, out the door, you know. That is for sure. Well, Ronnie, you're inducted into the uh, Racing Hall of Fame in 2006. Race nine, number six, Dixie Blossom. $17 into $15, Trenner. How good is it to get Ronnie Quinn on? Ronnie, thanks so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Best of luck with your good mare today. Thanks very much, guys. SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. You are listening to The Odds Couple on SEN with with thanks to our good friends at Sportsbet. Speaking of which, we're going to get the latest Sportsbet markets for the 10 races at Randwick very shortly. Before we do, a couple of texts coming through. I'm going to give a prize, a round of golf for four at Club Mandalay. Uh, to Karen, who's text through, worked for Ronnie Quinton in the 90s. He's a great bloke and great trainer who taught me so much about riding track work. It was an awesome time working with a great man. He's a legend. Thank you so much for yes. that, Karen. I think that echoes the sentiments of most in the racing community. Yeah, he's, he's he's a great gentleman, Ronnie. He's probably yes. what he, he's probably Pat Highland of Victoria, of New South Wales, I should say. He's They've you know, ridden group ones and trained, and their record speaks for themselves. Don't have to be a racing fan to listen to someone's life story like yep, Ron right. Quinton's. Yeah, well said. So uh, a round of golf for four players, including a card at Club Mandalay. Coming your way, play golf at Club Mandalay. Great golf in Melbourne's north. Thank you, Karen. All right, guys, let's get stuck into Randwick, starting with race number one, SD. This is for the two-year-olds, the kindergarten over 1,100. Now, breaking news, folks, is we've been inundated with texts for Mr. Simon O'Donnell's best bet. <laughs> Have we got anything yet? Nothing as yet. I'm thinking you're listening, big fella, in your canoodling under the doona in your PJs. Um, any chance you can send your text, your best bet in? Tags, as we say. Get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Here is where the money is for Royal Randwick today on a soft seven track. Race one, Doncaster Day. Number eight, a theory, is the best-backed runner and the only horse that's had a real good push in the market. 250 into 215. She didn't like the real heavy track in the Magic Night last start. Race one, number eight, a theory. Just wins. Race. It's a lockout. Just, Just wins. wins. Race two, two and five at Royal Randwick. Dealmaker, 320 into $2.50. And the August is $14 into 11 A nice little nibble there. Three and five, race two. Race three, six and 13. Amangiri is $3 into $2.60 and favourite. And I'll tell you, number 13, pressure from the Chris Wallace stable, $26 into $12, six and three. Uh, sorry, Matt Kamani does train pressure. The Victorians up there in Sydney today. Apologies. Race four, numbers one and six. Noble Boy, $3 into 235 And Westlink, 
$31 into 26. I believe that's the highway, isn't it? It's the country championship, and half a million dollars. Whatever wins it, it's going to be a great story out of this. Right. Yep, one and six, race four. Race five, here we go. The Stayers event over 2,600. Number 19, Supernova, stepping up from benchmark 74 up against group level. 350 into $3.40, the best-backed runner. Self-Sense has had great support, 21 Dollars into 12. 19 and 4, race 5. Now, the first leg of the quad is coming up. No. No, we It is 10. coming up, but this is race yes. 6. Yes. Yeah. Race he's right, though. It is It is coming up, no, but not, okay. not yet. We have race David six. Taggart's tips coming up, but first we'll get to race <laughs> 6. Okay. He's keen in the oh. I bet you he's got a one out of too. Oh, on the bridle. He turned a $5 oh. profit last week, and he's up and about. 10 races today. Race 6, SD. 12 and 2. And uh, this is the first of the group ones, the size produce. Loving Gabby, six fifty into $4.20, backing up from the Golden Slipper on a light preparation. Number two, Microphone. He was very well supported in a Golden Slipper, also backing up from that race for the 1,400-metre gallop. $7 into five fifty. Twelve and two, race six. Now, here's the first leg of the quaddy, and it's the derby, ladies and gentlemen. Your numbers, you need to know where the money is. Four and eight, Arrogant, $6 into four forty, And Global Exchange, we're holding a great deal of money for Global Exchange. The Victorian coming up, stepping up to the 2,400 metres, $9. Four and eight, race seven, David Taggart's Quaddy Selections. Before we get into that, the sports bet specials again. Just uh, between races one to six at Caulfield and Randwick today, if you place a fixed odds bet and your horse runs second or third, you get up to 50 back in bonus bet. Extra, <laughs> extra brutes out of the derby as well, boys. The toppy extra brute is out and Dubious is out of the size for Kira Murray. And Davey says, Taggart, what's the first leg doing? All right. Uh, yeah, well, as you say, derby, uh, good luck to all the runners here. Uh, Madison <laughs> Madison County, you couldn't have had enough on him last week, but I think he was aided, the, the winner was aided by, I think it was a biased leader's track early and then it did change around. Um, yeah, Arrigan, he, he looks a nice type. He he, he pushed uh, uh, the Autumn the Sun the yep. last start, so he's mm-hmm. he's got to be right there. And Chapada, we sort of know how a bit unlucky he was rounding the turn. D Oliver knows how to win these kind of races. So the numbers here are 2, 4, 5, 8 and 14. 2, 4, 5, 8, 14, leg number one. A second leg, race number eight on the card, SD. It's the TJ Smith, the sprint. This is a magnificent field. 7 and 11 is where the numbers is. There's no scratchings. I believe, Trenner. And uh, Osmond Bulls, number seven, is your favourite and the best-backed runner at $4.80, although easing in the market. Shoals, number nine, had good support, 10 into $9. And Sunlight is rock solid. So seven, nine, and 11, I'll give you in race eight. It's that type of race, folks. Tags. Yeah, this is where I've gone light. Uh, yeah, and I probably still can miss this very easily. Uh, they're going to go like last week's pay here. Peter Rada, it sets up for Peter Rada and Osborne Bulls. They're going to just get camp off the lead. Peter Rada loves this, these conditions. He eats eats the mud for breakfast. So the numbers here are 4, 7, 11. 4, 7, and 11 in the Group 1 TJ race. And number nine on the card is the feature of the $3 million Doncaster. Any scratchings? No scratchings. Wow. There you go. Oh, sorry. El Dorado yeah. Dreaming came out yesterday, so Violate gets in. The three other emergencies are out. So uh, no luck there for Chris Lees and the, the team there with El Dorado Dreaming. Thank you, Trenner. Okay, 20, 15, and 18 in that order is where the money's falling with sports. But 20, Brutal, 
He's the three-year-old with the lightweight. Glenn Boss to ride 49 kilos. He'll ride a half over at 49 and a half, $7 into 550. 50 stars is a terrific lead-up win last start. The softer, the better for him, $7 into 650, 15. And 18 fundamentalists, the three-year-old filly. She's in a great vein of form, $13 into 950. This is a big field. It's a good field. 2015 and 18 in that order. That's where the money is. What about the yeah, selections? Fundamentalist, and another one that uh, pushed the autumn sun. So uh, that's good form. Brutal. Must have worked well during the week for G Boss to re-handicap him to a 49 and a half. Uh, and he's going to have a tough job out in, in that in the car park gate there. So uh, can throw can throw many in this race, as you say. It's very open race to Doncaster. So the numbers here are 1310, 15, 18, 20. 1, 3, 10, 15, 18, and 20 in the Donny. That brings us to the last race, number 10. The group three, PJ Bell, scratchings here are six profits thumb, 16 regards, and the two emergencies, 21 and 22. Yes, the girls get their chance here uh, to get a bit of black type at uh, group level. Fiesta, $7.50 into seven, a nice little push, number two. And here's one, $18. This is my best value across the card anywhere in Australasia. $18. Buckle up, baby. $101 oh. into 31 Oh, wow. <laughs> Buckle up, baby. Yeah, well. It missed a kick by four. It was sitting out the back. It couldn't see them, <laughs> and it went whoosh and got up and won in a 1,000-metre gallop. The wetter, the better. <laughs> Turn Two and 18. Up. Turn right. it up, baby. But anyway, Chad Lever to ride 54. I can't remember the last Numbers. time he, he rode that light. Uh as we say, we will push for time. Yes. Uh, so we'll go to the numbers 1, 2, 9 and 10. On 11.16 SEM, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Uh, just about done and dusted here on The Odds Couple at the uh, final furlong. Don't forget, off the bench with Hutchie and Pickers coming up shortly, then crunch time with the boys and then AFL Nation right throughout the afternoon on SEN, so don't go anywhere. Okay, tickets quaddy for day one of the championships at Rose Hill. Pencil these into your book. Two, four, five, eight, and 14 in the first leg. Second leg, four, seven, and 11. Third leg, the Doncaster. One, three, 10, 15, 18, and 20. Mm. Coming home with one, two, nine, and 10. $360 for 100%, but and of I- course... Uh, bet within your means. And, and I'm on a roll as well. I've had one in a row. Mate, you turned a $5 profit. I don't even don't think matter. you count. So best on, bets Jake. for the day. Anyway. SD Marshall, where are you going? <laughs> going to Adelaide, Morphafield today. Baron Forster. Our man. The South oh. African jockey's had uh, eight winners out of 16 rides for Tony McAvoy. That's 50%. He rides race two, number four, set the sparkle, dropping back in class, drawn three. Baron My, I'm Forster. Going, I'm going into the championships. Uh, Huey Bowman went to Musselbrook. To, to go and qualify this horse for, for it today. No, race four, number one, Noble Boy. Race four, number one, Noble Boy. For what it's worth, I'm a big fan of Castelvecchio in the size. He's been set for this. Missed the slipper. A few of the others coming back from a tough run on the wet track. So race six, number one for me, Castelvecchio. SD, what are you looking forward to most today just before we sign off? I'm going down to the old man and mum's joint. We're going to go and uh, have a look under the hood of my car and tamper with a few things <laughs> and get the overalls on and listen to uh, SEN on the radio and a little bit of uh, sport and racing and uh, have a bacon and egg barbie and maybe a frothy. See you next week, boys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.